And I am so happy to be here. I am with the Jessica Landman of Women Get Real. Jessica, thank you so much for having oh, us. Oh, of course. It's been such a pleasure to have you guys here. I mean, you guys, it has been the greatest weekend of our lives. We are in a log cabin in the middle of Vermont, and it's freezing outside, and we went snowmobiling. So that's a whole other story for another time, but it's been the best. So it's truly been a treat. And then I have my sister Livy here. Say hey. Hello. And my mom, the one and only hey. Anne-Marie McLean. <laughs> and so we are just going to have um, just a really random conversation about um, the mental health crisis going on in today's generation. And so basically our whole conversation is going to be titled around bridging the generation gap with mental health um, between several different generations. I think between us we have Gen Z, Millennials, I don't know what your generation is called. X. We're Gen X. X. Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had this conversation earlier today yeah. and it was really enlightening. I've honestly been thinking about it all day and the fact that um, our own mothers, even our grandmothers, they don't understand what even I'm going through, but no, even Livy's going through yeah. um, when it comes to the anxiety, the depression, the comparison, the isolation. I mean, the list goes on and on of the mental symptoms that we are going through. So um, Livy, I just kind of want to throw it to you first. I mean, you probably even have a different perspective than I do just being a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like is one of the ways that you feel misunderstood in that area? Well, first off, I think like from a young age, we were handed these devices and we were just kind of told to figure it out. Mm. You know, with you um, and mom and dad, you know, you guys were a little more developed. But I was handed a little iPad, a little iPod Touch mm -hmm. at the age of nine and it was like, figure it out. And you know, at the <laughs> Do right... Do or die, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and at that age, like, you're actually not meant to figure it out at all. You're just meant to be a kid. And so right. I think with giving it to us at such a young age, it's almost like your favorite blanket or your favorite toy, you know, like you become dependent on it. Mm. You look to it for reassurance. Like you go to it every day. It became an everyday thing. And I think for my generation, it was just something handed to us so quickly that, I mean, it's an addiction, it you is. know? Yeah. Okay. In, in defense <laughs> of, of our parenting is that we, we were just navigating the technological revolution as well. We're trying to figure out, well, this is fun for them. Sounds like a good Christmas present. Yeah, sure. There's, you know, right. We and they were playing games on it. Yeah, and they were, we didn't know. understand all the oh, dangers yeah. of it either. So as parents, I think that we understood, well, you know, is this too much too soon? But then a lot of it looked innocent enough right. until the tech giants rigged it for all of us to be hooked anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it quickly went from Angry Birds to mm -hmm. a Instagram addiction. Yeah, like, yeah. In, in fairness to you guys, you weren't handing me, like, Twitter at the age of nine, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, had, I had cut the rope and the basics, but over time, you know, you got these apps coming on there, and you quickly want to have them, too, just like your friends. And mm -hmm. I think, like, where my generation is so misunderstood is that we're just lazy and competent, mm -hmm. that, we, that we don't strive for anything. And that's just, that's far from it, you know. We strive for so much, mm -hmm. and, and we feel like through comparison, through our phones, that we're not enough. Mm -hmm. And that can send us into depressive episodes where we don't want to do anything. Right, right. Yeah, and Jessica, I want to ask you, too, I mean, you have a daughter as well, Jenna. Yeah. And, you know, Jenna's been in some of these high-pressure situations, even being in pageants, and now she goes to Boston College. I mean, that takes so much pressure and expectation. Yeah. So, you know, obviously you're trying to encourage your daughter to go for her dreams and, you know, achieve all these things. But 
as being a mother too, and even having all the resources that she does on her phone, like, do you see any signs or symptoms that are different than even how you felt when you were her age? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I think because when I was growing up, we did not have that kind of technology, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, you know, she is a self-motivated go-getter. So, I mean, you know, I always joke like, listen, we don't put the pressure on her. She puts Mm -hmm. the pressure on herself. But I think that, you know, one of the things that kind of came to light to me today was that, we have been as parents so focused on like empowering especially our daughters like you can be anything you want to be you can right. change the world you can take it on but not realizing that we're actually putting pressure on them to change the world to take it on to mm-hmm. make such an impact and so we just have to be mindful that you know as we're parenting that of course we always need the holy spirit's guidance but we have to be careful that the words that we choose are sending the the right message that we're intending, not the Mm. message that they're hearing. And I think that's really important because, you know, our intentions are really good. Like, listen, you know, God has a call in your life. Mm -hmm. You're going to do great things. You're going to, you know, you're going to change the world. And I know Jenna has this heart to literally make a difference. You know, she has a passion for like kids in need. So you want to encourage your kids, but at the same time, that encouragement can't be um, the source of added pressure Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, just stress to be this great um, person of significance because right. we're, we're they can be misconstrued you know construed as you have to be something right um, where really they're already something and we mm. as parents know that we know they're already amazing but they may be like well I have to do to become to become where in reality they already are because they were just created in God's image mm-hmm. totally and it's so great to hear that from a mom but then we look at social media and that's the complete opposite message of that so like if only social media you know like yeah Livy and I can say too it's like you know it's saying you have to be in order to you know be you have to do this in order to be successful you right. have to achieve this in order for people to look at you you have to have a blue check mark next to your name and have a million followers in order to seem worthy and valuable and so right. it's hard because I want that for my daughters too and right. I love that you instilled that in Jenna but then we're being told all these opposite things on our phones. Which is know? very contrary to what the word of God says. Exactly. Is that God builds men of God and women of God on the DL. Mm. I mean, it's not seen when God is doing that. Every man, every woman of God that he's used throughout the Bible and throughout history has gone through backside of the desert experiences. Mm. When God called Moses, it's it's so crazy. Like he grows up in a king's palace. Like he's already somebody. Mm. God calls him the burning bush whole nine, right? Yeah. He's 40 years on the backside of the desert being trained by God to go back into that situation at 80 years old and say, let my people go and become the leader that God had truly called him to be. And so it's almost like going back to the parenting thing in us wanting to, you know, saying to our kids, you're amazing. You're this, you're that though. Was it a little bit that we empowered them to be a little bit self-centered? That, that's the other side is that we, we didn't, we didn't let them go through a few hard times. We didn't let them go through the things that kids should go through and that there was this child centric parenting thing that actually exacerbated. You throw that in with social media and now you see like, well, my mom thinks that I can be all this. Social media is telling me that I have to be all this. And now any little time that I fall short of that. I'm tail spinning. Does right. that play, do you mm-hmm. feel like that plays into oh, it? Yeah, you, yeah, you also mentioned like God calling us and like us hearing it and we're supposed to hear it on the DL and stuff. And I think with social media, my generation especially, is there's so many things calling us through our phone. 
You know, we yeah. have we have different people groups calling us through that phone, different sexualities, you know, different idolatry, different practices calling us through our phone. So we don't even have the mental quietness in us to hear God's call in our life. Yes, yeah, really because good, really. because we're getting flooded with all of these just different pick me, be a part of us, be this, be that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny because so many social media platforms like preach like, oh, no labels, no labels, like be your own person. Yet like there's a label with no label, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 it, it's just funny to me. Like I think that it, there's such a Wait, double what standard. Do you mean by that? Like what I'm saying is yeah. that like social media kind of tells you like to not have a label, but there's a label within that, and and like social media trying to force you to not, you yeah. know, like be a part of a group. There's a label within that. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. you're now the person who's not part of a group, so that's yeah, like right. a group, you know. Right, so like, then now right. you're part of that group, so it is a little confusing. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, too, we were talking earlier this, this morning of just the pressure that we all feel. Like, there's just so much pressure mm -hmm. of even just living up to parents' expectations, even if parents don't put those expectations on yourself, living up to social media's expectations of your life. Like, you know... And that was one thing where you guys were saying, like, help me understand why you are feeling a different type of anxiety that I never feel. And we were saying it really does go back to having this pressure of like, okay, so I just learned out this new recipe and everyone needs to know this recipe. So I have to post it on Instagram where you guys just learned the recipe with your grandma growing up and that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. And the and recipe so, didn't turn out right the first time. Right, or the right. second time, or the possibly. Second time, or the right. third time. But and you so, didn't see my progress because I didn't post right. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was for and me so, and whoever to laugh about, and that was it. And that was it, exactly. So the freedom to fail has been lost on this generation. Mm -hmm. Completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely. Because now everything, even in your failing process, God forbid that's posted. That's where we start to feel like, yes. oh, shoot, I don't know how to keep it all together. And so, and you, you know, don't have to keep it all together. And Jesus isn't saying you got to keep it all together. And God's not putting that on you. And in our conversation earlier, that's what I felt like I've had to say to each one of you girls at mm. different times is you would come to me and it would be like full-blown emotional meltdown. And I get it. There's always girl drama in a girl <laughs> household. I, I mean, I got that. Yeah. But then I, I, I started seeing a theme of what you guys were coming to me and saying individually. And then I, I, I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, they are not showing themselves the grace that I'm showing them. They're not ministering back to themselves the forgiveness mm. that I'm ministering to them. And so I had to go to each one of you girls and say, when you do that, and when what you think about yourself and your expectations and your standards for yourself don't match up with what God's putting on your life, then you have now elevated your own opinion mm. of your life and, and your self-concept higher than God's. than God's. That's idolatry of your yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. And so I feel like in that moment that actually, Lord, I am so sorry mm -hmm. because you, the God of the universe are showing me grace and mercy. And I didn't do that to myself in mm -hmm. that moment. I mean, do you feel like that if you really stopped in that moment, do you feel like that would help? Like just bring some kind of like reset to the mentality of all the pressure you put on yourself. Yeah, completely. I mean, perfectionism is not godly at all. Like, and I have to remind that myself on the daily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you have other friends struggling with that too? And it's not other friends. It's all of us. I mean, like, like there's no other. It's all. Well, and and that's also another side effect. Like the first question Michaela asked me, like of of social media, is you're just focusing on yourself all the mm -hmm. time all the what time. can i post about me what can i do to elevate me my status my friends how my can followers I perfect my brand mm -hmm. exactly 
Yeah. It's all about you. And and that's why everyone's so miserable mm-hmm. is because they're focusing on themselves and all the flaws and all the problems and why they're not good as as someone else and you know like mm-hmm. you're going to be miserable that way. Yeah. And and, that, and 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 Jesus has an antidote to that in everything that he preached here on earth and it was like if you want to find yourself you have to lose yourself. I was like tripped over that. I'm like what do you mean I got to lose myself? That's right. It's like stop thinking about yourself. It ain't about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And when you get out and you look at the person who's hurting that day and you just decide to give them a, a a kind word or a random act of kindness that's that's powerful and actually you're going to find a fulfillment in that that you never would have known and when jesus said like come die mm-hmm. you know that's that we don't want to hear that that's right right you know i i just want to kind of add and go back to your question what yeah. you just said when you look for somebody out there to help to bless to um be support for to encourage I think that's that's the answer. And that's something, to answer your question, maybe to back before, like totally. raising Jenna, that's something that I've tried really hard to instill in my kids is stop thinking about yourself. Like, there right. are so many needs, and you are so, so very, very blessed. Yeah. So why don't you take those blessings and try and find somebody that you can? Because when you switch it and you become, like, involved in something bigger than just you, mm-hmm. I think there's no time to really keep focusing on self. Like if you're on a project, if you're um, working on something, find something you're passionate about. I mean, everybody's different. Like my daughter, she's like, it's kids in need. That's like her heart. Like she lives, lives, sleeps and breathes it. But, you know, she also encourages kids kids to find like little kids six seven eight year old find what you're passionate about if it's about helping animals help animals if it's about helping the elderly help the elderly if it's about praying for the military pray for the military whatever it is that you can do yep. that is not about you yep. that is about helping someone else is really the call of christ yes. right there mm-hmm. so one you're fulfilling what god's asked us to do and i do think that it will help because it it just removes your your focus because really you're, you're, if you're always thinking about you, then it's hard. But if you're so busy, because mm-hmm. like busyness, right? You know, it, it, yeah. it's, it's good in some regards, as long as we're busy with what God wants us to do. If we're so busy helping, supporting, even encouraging friends, even if you're putting sticky notes in the girl's bathroom with encouraging scriptures that say, you're beautiful, you're, you're enough, um, you know, you've got this girl, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. like done in secret, the Lord sees. Mm-hmm. So these are things that can, again, take the focus off of you. And I think it can help. I mean, I don't, I mean, I can't say it's going to like alleviate like all the problems, but I can tell you that when we, when we stop thinking about ourselves all the time, totally. it is going to change, um, you know, find somebody. So you have friends, right? That were struggling. Obviously we know that, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe start focusing on them and how you can help them. That could help. Now I'm not saying like, okay, poof, it's gone. We've magically fixed it. That's the complete formula. Cause it's so layered but at least it's a start you know totally mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i have been thinking about that too of just like getting the focus off of me and um even just like modeling the life of jesus because that's what we're trying to do at the right. end of the day yeah. as christians is just be more like jesus and everything we can do and when you realize it like jesus literally had 12 followers mm-hmm. like if he had an instagram account mm-hmm. it would literally say 12 he wouldn't have had a check like no, he, he wouldn't have had enough it literally like, was 12 even... he performed miracles not to gain the masses not to have more followers not to simply have people be like did you see what jesus did like he literally did it in private he would heal, heal mm-hmm. people and say please don't tell anyone yeah so that it would be intimate Mm -hmm. like what if we had that mind of christ and served people and said please don't tell anyone i just really wanted to bless Mm -hmm. you and bring the glory back to him yes all about him exactly and that's why jesus had no anxiety i mean when you look at the word anxiety what is the letter in the middle i 
-hmm. It's literally I. You are the center of anxiety. And I'm not saying that's every single issue, but I'm saying a lot of times it does come back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And listen, we all struggle with anxiety. And a lot of times it's not about things you can control. But when it is about things that you can control, I'm telling when you lift your focus off onto something greater and serving something other than yourself, Jesus is going to come through. And so Mm -hmm. I'm going to wrap this up really quick. But if you guys could give every single person at this desk a one, not a one word advice, but kind of a one statement advice to the generation underneath you, what would that be? Or for us, it'd be the generation above us. Mm. You know, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting question. That's a great spin. I'd like to So yeah, if it is just kind of like a one statement, um, if you could tell your daughter something or we're going to tell, we're going to say it to you guys. Um, Honestly, it's a singular word and it would be listen. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think people your age, no, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think honestly, you just throw stigmas and words at my generation instead of just actually listening and hearing us out. And we even Mm -hmm. had this conversation like earlier, you're like, oh my gosh, it was actually so nice to finally get an explanation for this and to hear it, you know, Mm -hmm. like a lot of times parents will just be like, oh, well, they're just teenagers. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, this generation's just stuck on their phones. They're lazy. And it's like, well, if you would listen, then then you'd know it's much deeper than that, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I would say listen. Okay, if you're going to mm-hmm. do one word, I'm going to stick with the L's. I'm going to yeah. say love. I'm going to well, say yeah. love yourself, mm-hmm. but love others too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really going to, you know, just change sort of everything and offering that kind of grace to everybody that, and then that. offering it back to you. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Uh, I would say to the generation, oh, do you want to yeah, go? You wanna go? Well, yours is going to be mine, really good. <laughs> no, I don't know if mine's going to be good. Mine might be totally off, too. But I actually would say, because when, when I think about you guys, and I think about all you've been given and mm. who you really are, mm. that you are made in God's image, you do have a purpose, I, I'm like, no, 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 calm down. You're stronger than you think. Mm-hmm. You are stronger than you think. You're not melting down as much as you think you're melting down. You are able to do things that you don't even know you're able to do because you're letting the enemy literally get you in this toxic mindset that you're melting down. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. God made the human spirit to be resilient. Mm-hmm. Now, now, throw all that off, the garbage off, and talk to yourself and say to yourself back what God's speaking over your life. Mm. God is speaking life over your life. Mm. God is speaking purpose over your life. God is speaking peace over your life. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I would say. You're stronger than you think. You're stronger than you think. Great. Yeah, I would say if I could give any advice to the next gen or to the generation above me, um, I guess I would say something along the lines of like, continue to hear the voice of God and impart discernment on the younger generation Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's so much power in discernment and knowing how to direct us in Mm -hmm. in hearing God's voice. And we really need discernment in this culture of confusion. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I think we have to have more conversations just like that to just understand one another. And I think that there are generation gaps for your specific things that you're dealing Mm -hmm. with. But I know one thing is Jesus came to set the captive free and he, he is calling us into a right mind. Totally, totally. Oh, well, thank you guys so much yeah. for being yeah, a part of this. Yay. Thank you, Jessica, with Women Get Real. Obviously, my sister and my mom, they're awesome. And it's just so cool in the body of Christ how we can learn so much from you guys. And obviously, mm-hmm. you can maybe learn yeah, we can. one or two things mm-hmm. from us. So yep. thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Be Brave and Beautiful podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, leave a rating, and follow us on Instagram at Be Brave and Beautiful. See you next time.